Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm so excited to have you join me today. And I hope today helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. I hope this devotional challenges you. I really do hope it inspires you. And I hope wherever it may find you today that it allows you to think more about who you are and more about who God is. And today's devotional, I believe, is going to be super helpful for you. It's something, um, it's a lesson God taught me a few years ago, and He continues to teach me this lesson, it seems, every couple years. And it all starts in Exodus. We've been walking through this book for the past few devotionals, and if you have your Bible, you can turn to Exodus chapter 3, and we're, we've been talking about this person named Moses. And so before we get to Moses, here's kind of the backdrop of what's happened. Um, God sees the misery that this group of people called the Israelites are going through. Now, the Israelites are being enslaved and oppressed by the Egyptians, and they cry out because they're miserable. And so they cry out to God, and God hears them. He's concerned about them and decides he wants to free them and bring them out of captivity. And so we pick up, and God has appeared to Moses in a burning bush. Moses is on his own. He's a shepherd. He's not really anything crazy, uh, just kind of a normal person up to this point. And God approaches him, and it says, he says all these things. He says, starting at verse 7, he says, I have seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up to land, a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And so God is talking to Moses, and God is like, Moses, I'm concerned about these people, um, your people. Moses is an Israelite, and he says, I want to free them from the slavery they, that they're under from the Egyptians. I want to bring them freedom. I want to bring them into not just free them from something, but I want to bring them to something better, to this incredible land uh, known as the promised land, if you've ever heard that phrase. And Moses responds, or God goes on, and listen, this, he ends it in verse 10 after giving this big declaration of everything he's going to do. At verse 10, he says this. He says, so now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people Israel out of Egypt. And so this is a moment where I imagine Moses is really pumped, really excited, because God is telling him he's going to bring freedom. He's going to do these incredible things bring the Israelites out of slavery and into this better land. Moses is pumped. He's cheering. We love this, y'all. We love these promises. This is good stuff. But then God ends it and he says, hey, and by the way, I'm going to send you to do it. And I imagine Moses's face drops and he's like, you know, when I woke up today, I didn't expect that God in a burning bush was going to be telling me that I was going to be delivering people, um, a nation of people, um, out of this, out of slavery with the Egyptians, who are incredibly powerful, and Moses responds like all of us would. I mean, let's be honest. He says, "Who am I? Like, come on, God, who, who in the heck am I that I 
could, should do this, that I should take on this. And there's been multiple times in my life where um, big changes happen or there's been a season of life I haven't expected. And I'm, I'm mad at God and I look at God and I'm, God, who, who am I that you think I can handle this situation? And I'm sure you find yourself there. I mean, maybe the first, if you have kids, when you had kids, there's probably a moment where you're like, God, who am I that I should be a parent? I'm still learning how to be an adult. Or, you know, you big career change. Who am I that I should change my career after getting it, spending four years in college, after spending the last however many years doing this job? Who am I that I should change my career? Or you go through, um, you're going through a divorce, you're going through um, a season of trial, and it's heavy, and you think, you're, you're just mad, and you're like, God, who am I that I should be dealing with this? I'm not strong enough. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? We all find ourselves here at some point, and it's, it can be infuriating because we know God's powerful enough to do it on his own, and yet... He seems to put it on us. And it's a little bit helpless. It feels a little bit helpless at times. It feels overwhelming. Um, Anxiety and depression, knowing that there's this weight on us, that God isn't just going to do it for us, but that God enjoys enjoys doing it with us. And I love God's response at verse 12 because he says just that. He says, I will be with you. Moses says, who am I to do this? And God responds with, well, I'm going to be with you in it. And so many times we get so focused on the what, like what's in front of us, the situation at hand, whether it's the switching of a career, whether it's a new kid, whether it's um, a new church home or whatever it may be that you're dealing with right now that's overwhelming you, we fixate on the what and the how. We know what it is and we're just trying to figure out how we're going to do it. But today I want to challenge you, maybe we should think about the who, and that's who's with me in this. Because what we find out in this story in Exodus is that God's with us. In the same way that God's with Moses, God's with you. And his presence gives us access to his power. And so today, instead of focusing on what's in front of you, maybe today think about who's beside you. Who's going to fight this battle with you? Because the God of all the universe, the creator of all things, is next to you and with you in this moment. And the obstacles in front of you, listen, his presence is wonderful and his power is overwhelming. And whatever's in front of you is no match for the one that's with you, for the person that's with you. And today, maybe you just feel like whatever's in front of you is is just too much. And maybe you put yourself in Moses' shoes, a shepherd who is now being tasked with delivering a nation out of um, another nation that is powerful and oppressive. And Moses is like, how am I going to do this? And you're asking the same question. Who am I that I can do this? How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to survive, much less thrive? And as God said to Moses, he says to you, I'm with you. It's not about what's in front of you. It's about who's beside you. And God is with you in this moment with whatever is in front of you. Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that, um, Lord, that we can recognize that you are with us. 
Lord, forgive us for getting caught up in the things that are in front of us, the situations, the what and the how. And Lord, we try to figure out how we're going to do this. And we get so focused on how awful our situation is and what's in front of us. But Lord, allow us to take time to focus on who is with us. Lord, we thank you that you're with us and that because we have access to your presence, we have access to your power. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, allow us to recognize that as we take on the things in front of us, Lord. Who am I? Lord, we are nothing. But Lord, you are everything. And you choose to work in partnership with us. And we thank you for that. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.